We're back, baby. <laughs> You're back. I've always been here. We're back, and this time, it's personal. It's professional. That it is. I just, literally as I clicked record, got a message from Dan. Oh, nice. Handsome Dan. Hey, hey Dan. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure if the sound is going to carry through to the recording. Um, I'm also probably going to respond. So if you hear hear typing, that's me. Just uh, dicking around. Hey, uh, I'd love to welcome you back to America, dude. Dude, it's good to be back. Yeah, but uh, while you were gone, I mean, the the world has has waited for the answer because we we didn't get get confirmation for or against. Is the St. Patrick's Day tradition alive? No. <laughs> uh, it, it it ended in its teens. Yeah, there was uh, <laughs> there was a the thought of it though. Oh well, so here here's what I did logistically. Do. Okay. Here's what I did do. So we left. Uh, our flight was at 9.30 p.m. March 16th. So St. Patrick's Day Eve. Yeah. But we landed. Love that Eve, too. Yeah. When you we, get to we, open we, the one present, you get to crack one Guinness <laughs> the night before. We uh, we land, We had a short layover in Munich. And so we landed in Munich at, like I think, maybe like 5 p.m. on St. Patrick's Day. So, like. Yeah. Doing it the morning of St. Patrick's Day was impossible because I technically didn't wake up that morning. I was just no, still no, up you, from the day before. You got to go with your body morning if you if you're less than 24 hours out from your native time zone. Yeah, and so then it was like short layover where I just had a German beer and some Germans were rude to me, so that was good. And uh, you'll like oh, that this. Sounds like Germany. <laughs> I was ordering some food, just a snack in German, and I was asking for a pretzel. And I pointed at my my finger was basically touching the glass that contained only pretzels, and I said, you know, und eine Bretze, and she was just like, was? I was like, eine Bretze, and, and she was just like, oh Bretze, and it's just like, fuck, fuck you, dude. I'm pointing I'm a, at it. I didn't I say the e hard enough, you bitch. <laughs> don't you love uh, the the two note juice like the juice? <laughs> You ever hear that one? People saying yeah. goodbye. They have they have like a one syllable goodbye, just like a chus. Yeah, yeah. You 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 can you can flare that bitch up, man. <laughs> Put some stank on it. Yeah, no. But, it's, yeah. it's an awful awful language. Yeah. So had had a beer there. Then short flight from there down to okay. Milan, where so we you met got up. A beer, like yeah, we met good. up with some friends. Got some dinner, and then on the walk back to where we were staying, I see an Irish pub in Milan, and uh-huh. I was like, "Oh, oh, shot. oh, shit!" Yeah. So we fate we go fate in. has tossed you a softball. We, yeah, we go in, and I order a. I mean, we all ordered a beer, but I ordered a shot of Bailey's, a shot of whiskey, and a Guinness, and I just assembled it myself. Nice. All right, because. <laughs> I didn't know what the etiquette was in Italy. I don't know if they have that drink. You know, everyone's speaking Italian at this place. This was not like yeah. a touristy bar. So I was just like, instead of asking for this strange beverage. You also have to be like the biggest dude in there. So like, you know, dude. they in a time of crisis, they would nominate you dictator. And it's like, you're look, just do what you have to do. Just don't march allegiance south of the Rubicon. Like, that's all we ask. Dude. 
not only was I the biggest person everywhere we went, you can't see it here because there's a huge glare because the the sun is setting and because shining of on my Apollo face. Apollo is shining off of your your beautiful forehead. I, I have a scab right here. Um, it's slightly below where my hairline was when I was a yeah. child. Uh, it's now significantly below my hairline, but that's fine. That's whatever. Um, but I have a scab here from that's the still like a no man's land between hair and face. It's true. Uh, it's from the 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 top of the the uh, oven hood. So like the oh the, okay, you know, the, not the bottom of it, the top of it yeah, hit me in the was, face. Was I'm sure when you were bending down too. This isn't like you were standing up and the top of the oven hood came at you. Like this is I was standing. I was looking, trying to trying to inspect something near the oven, and bam. Nope, I was standing up trying to use the coffee maker, which was jammed in the tiniest Italian corner possible at the place we were staying in Rome. That's very European. And I, I, I you guys turned have around. One of those washer dryer combos that does a shirt, <laughs> and the fucking f- the the hood, the thing that should be way above the stove, was like I'd say the bottom of it was below my nose, and the top of it was my my forehead. I fucking slammed my face into it, which. Yeah. Is some of that my fault? Possibly. But it shouldn't be there. It should All be right. higher. I'm not a Please. freak. <laughs> I'm a I'm a kind of tall guy. A little bit. Uh, it's a shame that you said those last sentences. Because I was <laughs> about to say, please tell me like blood came streaming down your face. And you're like, all right, I guess I got to go parade around the street shirtless. Yeah, I mean, I was bleeding from it. And yeah, I was like, what the fuck, Italy? Like, fix your kitchens. But anyway. No, so, no. Those, so the those people up, have been that big for centuries, like <laughs> centuries upon centuries. So the waking up and doing an Irish car bomb first thing in the morning. You, you think you could happen. fit 50,000 people, like Americans, into the Coliseum? Really? <laughs> no. No. Certainly not. No. Certainly not. Sorry. I digress. No, uh, I, that's... That, so that, no, no waking up. No, no, no waking bomb. Just, yeah, uh, but I still got one in yeah. on the day, oh, so yeah. it's alive enough. I and uh, you know what? Uh, I I think the change of venue, uh, you still get points for that. You get full full credit. You don't get the twenty percent de- deduction for for wrong time. That's great. I love that. <laughs> Otherwise, and... you would have gotten those all the time for this East Coast <laughs> like when you moved out west. That's true. <laughs> I also uh, we were discussing the the time difference earlier. And you, you said uh, first you were like five or six hours, and then that, that's East Coast Italy. Yeah, that's us. West Coast, sorry, West sorry. Coast. East said, Coast hey. bias is what I live yeah. with. Yeah. Uh, interesting that you asked if uh, when you, you corrected to eight or nine hours. Uh, the answer to that is is yes to both. both. Yeah, because you, it ch- you were it there changed during the thing while we were so uh, it changed for America several weeks ago, and then our last night in Rome we were out to dinner with Reagan's cousin and a couple of friends. And he points out it was a 9 p.m. dinner, so it wraps up, you know, a little after midnight. And he's like, oh, by the way, guys, you have one less hour of sleep tonight and you have to, like, catch a 6 a.m. train. We're like, ah, excellent. (laughs) Thank you for telling us that now. (laughs) I mean, honestly, we are within five hours of the train. Yeah. If he hadn't told us, we probably would have been like, oh, we can grab a drink after dinner. But no, you're like, no, we... We're getting we're basically gonna, yeah. four hours, four of sleep hours of sleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I made that deal. I made that deal this past week. 
Yep. But yeah, uh, Italy whipped ass. Um, hey, what? Um, all right. I I hopefully this is the last we talk about the time change until we fall back or there's some <laughs> proposition put forward by one of our governments that's like hey not that it matters but do you do you still want to do this and we all say no uh but in italy when they when they do the spring forward fall back like how do they rotate the sundials is it just like a bunch of guys pick <laughs> it up and spin it <laughs> uh i like that that's good thanks bud yeah that's good <laughs> while we were over there we were talking just reagan and i we wouldn't discuss this with locals because they have their own sundial issues to deal with but <laughs> spain is is off by an hour from their time zone they switched during world war ii because mussolini wanted hitler to like him that's literally why they did it was that's a they move. Were like we're gonna so they use... had the same bedtime hitler got to yes. stay up till eight and mussolini was like but i want to stay up till eight it's like we got to move yeah. the time then. Despite Spain <laughs> being significantly west of the German time zone and, you know, the, like that that part of the European Wait, time Mussolini zone. Wait, Mussolini or Franco? Sorry, Franco. Uh, there was also, there was, we were talking about Mussolini a bunch too. Franco, this oh, was I, I bet you were talking about Mussolini. <laughs> How can you Mussolini go to Italy and not talk about Mussolini? Like, y'all, it's all well, you hear. <laughs> the first time he came up was... Uh, I guess there's some statue of like Pope John Paul, the whatever. Uh, and yeah. I guess I, I can't really, I don't, I don't know what that guy looks like, but the face on the statue is Mussolini's face. <laughs> and people okay. are like, I guess that kind of looks like John Paul, Pope John Paul, but also looks exactly like Mussolini, <laughs> just huh. dressed as the Pope. <laughs> the only and reason like I a- know what that guy looks like is because I went to Catholic high school during that guy's death. Mm yeah. yeah. That's probably a big deal. They like to venerate people that, that die. Yeah. But another thing that came up quite a bit was people were like, you know, we're, weights and measures getting converted from, you know, the U.S. system <laughs> to European. And they were like, hey, why does America not switch to the metric system? And I was just like, hey, why does Spain not switch back to the correct time zone? Because that's way fucking easier than <laughs> yeah. you just change the the clocks once and then you don't change them back and then the next time you have to change them again that you change them and like just you just skip one one six month you know daylight savings thing uh, you should do schedule. it gradually you should do it gradually <laughs> like 15 minutes over over a series of eight weekends i still think every three months we should rotate the clocks forward an hour just indefinitely yeah. never back just forward yeah, the what is it? The you get the full shift change every two years. Exactly. So third shift becomes first shift. <laughs> exactly. First shift becomes second shift. That sounds nice, right? Second shift goes to hell. <laughs> it sounds yeah. like an an insane march to like uh, I don't know uh, some some industrial <laughs> net. It's like, it's like very very early Lynch, very early David Lynch. <laughs> I yeah, look. I think we should try it. That's all I'm saying. I think we should try it out. I'm a big fan of early Lynch. I, yeah, I guess why not? You know how some states either, like some states are split amongst the time zones. Some of them don't do daylight savings and shit. I feel like one state should just be like, fuck it. We're only, we're just rolling it forward every every two or three months. Fuck you guys. <laughs> we'll try uh, it in Nebraska, you know? Like who's going to notice? Yeah, they don't get T-Mobile anyway. We'll just see what happens. Right. 
but yeah, I uh, had a real, I'll, uh, I, I got a couple more Italy stories, but, uh, I had a real like back to, back to reality moment today. We, we, we rode the train a lot in Italy, you know, that's how you, in Europe in general, the trains are, are once you're over there, you just take the, the train. It's easy. It's, it's pretty cheap. They're fast. It goes everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. There's they, like they one every way tw- to make at grade crossing safe somehow. I don't, I don't know <laughs> yeah. how they did that. And, and there's also somehow one every 20 minutes to every European city. Like, no matter where you're going, if you miss your train, next one will be here in 20 minutes. Like, it's And they it's still fine. get pissed about it. Yeah. Oh, oh like, I'm going to be 20 minutes late to Zurich. It's like, oh. Yeah. But we're, but we're in Sarajevo. And it's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, it's a 19-hour journey. Whatever. Yeah. But so this morning, I was on the train to work, and... Uh, couple of guys got on with some bikes and they were kind of like talking loud at each other I, I had my headphones on listening to some music and stuff so That's i, I went back to them i was like whatever and so then when i when it's time for my stop they're still on they're kind of in the middle of the there's, there's not many people on the car it's probably like maybe eight people total in the in the whole train car and they're like in the middle of it and i'm at one end and i had my back to them so i i stand up turn around to face the door and i see like a big cloud of smoke and i'm like oh you know just a couple of guys vaping that's fine and then as as we continue to approach the stop that i'm going to get off at i look over and uh they're not vaping they are smoking crack at about 5:45 in the morning out of a glass pipe <laughs> and uh, god i love america I, what, yeah, I was just like, fantastic. Well, yeah. <laughs> like a crappy public transportation system and a bunch of homeless people treating it like it was a fucking cave. Yeah. It was awesome. I was like, great. <laughs> Incredible work, fellas. Enjoy your bike ride to wherever it is you're going. Yeah. With, uh, probably some nice, nice person's bike that you took. Uh, yep. So that was fun. Uh, I, yeah. I I live for those types of moments where it's like it was nice to take a vacation, but man, being home, there's so, there's something about it, you know, something about yeah, something about seeing two two American friends <laughs> sharing one last crack rock before the before the sun comes up. It here's the thing: they looked like they were having a really nice time. Like they had the same kind of energy about them as like you and I probably had at some of our like you know the sun's coming up and we're walking back from something and we're sharing the last couple of beers <laughs> yeah. that we've got you yeah. know like you're you're up all night you're exhausted but like clearly the night is over because it's the day now and you're gonna go sleep all day and it's it, like yes we did it it was that kind of vibe <laughs> i mean papa and i had had one of those just like friday night where sleepover energy where you know you're just up till 4 30 and it's like yeah Normally, I'm waking up like in an hour, hour and a half. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll have uh, yeah. eighth so we, grade we, sleepover energy. <laughs> we were in we were in North Italy, which I'd never really been to before, and I kept being like, "That's Papa's cousin. That's Papa's cousin. That's like everyone in North Italy looks like one line on the family tree removed from Papa." <laughs> cool. Like, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> I mean, he sent me a picture of a guy that looks like me. I'd be I'd be interested to see like a GoPro of just a stream of dudes that look like him, dude. It was it was so funny because I also right before <laughs> we went over, just tickle him and give him a nuggie. It's like, well, you're not <laughs> Papa, but come on, I, let's get to know you. You know him, right? Uh, he and I texted on on St. Patrick's Day as is tradition, and uh, that he was like, "Oh, uh, 
we're going to Italy soon. Let me know your recommendations. And so I was just thinking about Papa the entire time. And then I, I think even if I hadn't been, like truly the people just, it was just a field of Papas. You could just harvest them straight from the land. It was great. Yeah, that's not even fate sending you Papas. That, that's destiny. It's like yeah. Going to the, the Mecca, of the Papa Mecca. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it should be surprising. He's Italian. Like <laughs> oh, He's like half Italian. Like yeah. Itali- half Italian American. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Bad enough for me. <laughs> but uh yeah, I, I got a couple of great uh quotes and sort of just interactions from listening to like big loud Americans hanging out cuz I was I was trying to be undercover. Clearly I, I we had one guy. We were walking around our hotel in uh I think it was Venice. And this member of the staff just walked by Reagan and I. We were just standing in like the, the, they had like a nice little landscaped backyard with like some tables you could eat breakfast at and shit. And uh, we were just walking around. It wasn't even breakfast time. We were just like looking at the, the courtyard. And this, this staff guy just walks by and just goes, you are Deutsch. And we were like, nah. is that a question? Also, wouldn't it be, bist du Deutsch? <laughs> like, aren't we, like, because... In English, you said you are, and then you switched to Deutsch, which is not how you would say German in English. Uh, to, you know, Pennsylvania Dutch, maybe thought you were on. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know. I, <laughs> then you I, said, what say you, English? <laughs> I, of course, said nine, and then switched to Italian and said, we are American in Italian. And then <laughs> nice. he was very confused by what had just happened <laughs> Good. and walked away. But... That became uh, my my running joke for myself the rest of the trip was that just a, an Italian man go, telling me and Reagan you that are we are Dutch. German. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I was undercover. I was speaking Italian. I was doing pretty good. But there were some comically bad at traveling Americans that I really got Oh, yeah, a bunch of, of my dads. <laughs> I mean, I've never gone abroad with your, with your dad, but maybe. Now... I mean, there were some mistakes that I don't think anybody we know would make. For example, one of the, I think our- Peeing in that the, fountain. Can't be peeing in the Trevi fountain. But uh, I think it was our last night in Venice. We went to like a like a really nice restaurant. Like this was going to be like our, our big, nice restaurant of the whole trip thing. And while there are Michelin star restaurants in Venice- we didn't go to one of those because you have a to. I don't Michelin know. That just seems star? like a whole thing. But this was still like, like a rubber, like a tire star. <laughs> I mean that that is the same company, which is very funny. And all the Michelin star places we, that we saw had the Michelin Man logo on the front. Which <laughs> so it's kind of you put this goofy marshmallow man from <laughs> Ghostbusters on yeah. like your fine dining restaurant. Yeah, okay. It's a weird dichotomy, but uh, so I mean, like. I've never had food food in foam form, but there was a oh. potato foam dish. You know, nice. like it's that level of nice restaurant, right? So it was good. The staff was cool. You know, yeah. I think fried Next watermelon ta- was was the sign that that I was at a nice place. Yeah. <laughs> Next table to us was a a couple with three boys, so they brought three children to this restaurant. That's that's already insane. But like look, you're traveling. You, you, you can't get a baby. Yeah, stay together. I, yeah. I get you don't that. want them to get taken. We've all seen I mean, the movie. We've seen Taken too. 
I mean, I would argue that if you're bringing your three young boys on a trip, you don't get to go to the nice restaurant. That'd be, that'd be that's one man's opinion. But you, you, you know, <laughs> you go do whatever to America you want. Town. You go, you go to the uh, the McDonald's, and but you then see, I got to hear you make fun of their Italian McDonald's menu. It's like, <laughs> oh, let's get Le King du Jour. <laughs> Sorry, that's the French Canadian Burger King. I don't, I I don't know say. Italian. <laughs> oh, but I got to hear the mom ask the waiter, "What? What's uh? What's mortadella?" And I was just like, "Bro, <laughs> yeah, we like, got that in the states. Like they put bro. that on sandwiches." <laughs> bro, how do you not know? <laughs> like, what's salami? Like you, you have. There's certain things you just have to know. What's Italy? You you keep saying red sauce. No. <laughs> <laughs> this pa- pasta. What is it? Now, what is that? Now, what's that? <laughs> and, is there gluten uh, so in that, that? I mean, I can have gluten. I just I just like to know. That was hard to not laugh at. Yeah. And then uh, we were in or Florence. Or throw dinner rolls at. <laughs> I mean, it was... It was... It's, the kids are just beating the hell out of each other with spoons and shit. Like, it was I mean, great. Dude, brothers, that's what it's like going to restaurants. Yeah, absolutely. There was like one, the the oldest kid was probably like, I don't know, 13, and I think was like interested in learning about the food. And then his two much younger brothers were just like, like young children (laughs) were just like kicking him in the legs and shit. It was awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. And then uh, we were in Florence. And I guess Florence's whole thing is that they got big, they got big steaks and they don't have any salt that's their thing um uh like yeah the whole city's out of salt so apparently at one point the whole city was out of salt and so they just kept baking bread with no salt in it and then once salt became available again they were like ah we like flavorless bread so okay so that's just florence now is florence has no salt in their bread and then we order the big steak, and the guy's like, "It's uh, it's pretty big, you know." I mean, he's he's saying this in Italian, but he's like, "It's pretty big," and he's like, <laughs> "Were you? Did he see you standing up, or did he only speak to you while you were sitting down?" Like, dude, it's a restaurant run uh, by only Italian men, like young Italian men that were no women, and so there was a machismo. <laughs> I think he was like, I, "Bro, <laughs> yeah, just kind of." I I know you're. It was big, an Italian but... bro fest restaurant. Nice. But there was an American couple across from us again, and I was just like laughing at how ridiculous they were being. First of all, they did not finish their steak, and these steaks were not that big. I mean, like it was a decent sized steak. I'm not complaining. But yeah, like, I had a ten ouncer yesterday that I could eat easily eaten like three more of. Yeah, the weight of this thing was one and a quarter kilos, which is what like two point seven pounds, something like that. And sure. That, that's that's pre-cook and it includes the bone and the fat. So like that's a very half, reasonable half steak. Of that, yeah, yeah, a reasonable steak for two people. That's fine. For, yeah. As like you know, you, you get like some vegetables on the side, but like you're not getting a baked potato. It's not like an American style steakhouse. It's like you just get this big sliced up steak thing. And well, then, what uh, did you win when you ate, ate the steak? I guess the admiration. Of them, <laughs> I'm, I'm because, kidding. They don't well, have eating competition. They don't glorify gluttony. It's certainly, a sin. Not, but they did seem confused as to why the other Americans had not finished their steak, 
And then the one the the one American guy was like, "Oh, well, she's American." He's talking to the waiter, and he refers to the woman he was with as she's American. And I was like, "Oh, I must have been wrong. He must be Canadian because he's speaking with you know a North American English accent." So I assumed American, but he must be Canadian. So then the waiter in English is like, "Hey, uh, if she, uh, if she's American, what what are you?" And he goes, "Oh, I'm like you know Italian and and Irish and stuff." And it's just like, "Wait, wait a minute, hang on." So you're referring to your like <laughs> your Italian American and Irish yeah, American. <laughs> so what? And so in your mind, she is American American. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? What the fuck? Uh, you you ever read the Book of Mormon? I don't know. One of the people out of that. <laughs> She's one of them. Yeah. yeah. So that that was so good. And then meanwhile, you know, Reagan and I are literally eating the marrow out of this bone. Just like what the fuck? But. They they brought us two little ramekins of salt. One was like regular big, basically looked like rock salt. Uh, look, and I don't want to. I don't want to turn the sundial back here, but no, I thought you said they didn't have salt in this town. Just just wait, because <laughs> I was like, okay, the bread they gave us had no salt, but they have given us ramekins of salt with the steak. All all is forgiven. The other ramekin had like black, like smoked salt. I think. I don't know. Good for them. And uh, so I was just taking some and sprinkling it on the steak pieces that I was eating. Right. Ooh. And the waiter came by. I was like, whoa, whoa. What you want to do is pour some olive oil onto your plate, put some salt into that, and then crush it up so that it's not so intense. And it's just like, bro, it's salt. <laughs> like, it is not spicy. What are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, also that, you know, that's like crackhead, I don't want to say crackhead level, like preparation <laughs> of, of a food, but like, yeah, anytime you're you're crushing, you know, a, a mineral up in, in some sort of, some sort of medium, like, look, you're, you're one step away from like drug, drug seeking behavior. Yeah. And it's also like, damn, it, this would certainly be easier if the salt came uh, pre-crushed, like all other table salt ever. I don't know why you're handing me like sidewalk melting rock salt, but well, that's part of the experience, I guess, is crushing the salt and then snorting it. It and, could be, but I think yourself it could also with just the be oil, the, committing I the think sacrifice. Yeah. People from Florence just don't know what to do with salt. They're like, all right, um, <laughs> we, we didn't have it, it for so they forgot <laughs> how to use it for two generations, and it's <laughs> fucked them up forever. Yeah, people seem to ask for this, so. We put it in a bowl and we'll hand it to him. We won't put it on the food because we don't know what that is. But we'll hand it to him and we'll see what happens. And they're like, "Oh shit, they're just I, eating it! Oh my god, and it's gonna be so intense!" I believe in the in the like Baltic area, like the the Baltic states, Latvia, Lithuania, like a a welcoming ceremony is giving bread and salt. It's like the very least you can offer anybody. Yeah, and, and Florence <laughs> is like, oh, we got bread." It's not that flavorful because we don't have salt. Yeah, dude, it was it was so fucking funny. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, the uh, the first family at the really nice restaurant, the Mortadella people. I forgot. After their food came, they were like, "Oh, hey, can we have a uh, salt and pepper at the table?" And it's just like, I I don't eat fancy food more than like once a year. I would say, and even then, it's like. It's still not a. I don't think I've ever been to a Michelin star establishment. I think I would know. I don't think I have been. 
but like I know that if you go to a place with like cloth like napkins and like a like a like a cloth like table cover and like everything's yeah. fancy and they don't have like the waffle house little ca- like shower caddy full of various sauces <laughs> you mean and ketchup the, the beer and... <laughs> bucket with the wax paper full of the barbecue sauces yeah that they give you a famous that, daves they don't have a famous not, daves bucket <laughs> if that's not there that means there's a chef back there not a cook a chef and you should probably just take things the way they come because they're probably awesome and probably when he good. says things to people in that kitchen they say yes chef or i guess in yeah. italian see si, see si, but what was so funny was like first i was like damn that's Salt crazy and then I was on like, the table like on the table yeah but also they said that as their food was arriving so it's not like they tasted it and were like this is this is good but it needs salt they hadn't even tasted it they were just like where the fuck's the I, salt and pepper i know junior <laughs> and he's this fucking pepper hound i need some glass objects full of messy stuff for these boys to throw at each other and i need them now you got any macaroni back there why don't you throw some italian cheese on it and give, give me what you think is mac and cheese <laughs> then I'll put salt and pepper all over it. Fuck you. The Italians we were hanging out with, uh, which are like, you know, some of Reagan's old friends, a couple old roommates, and uh, like her, her cousin and, and his girlfriend stuff, they all seem to genuinely be like, fascinated's too strong of a word, but they're interested in American mac and cheese because they don't have mac and cheese of any kind. Like, that's not a thing over there. They have pasta and cheese, of course. But it would ne- it would it do, wouldn't do, be. Can they make a mac cheese sauce? Are they capable? Of, or do they do dips? Are they are they a dipping culture? I know they do I mean, the bread I and the olive oil, but they do the bread and the olive oil. Um, I'm not aware immediately of any dips. I don't think okay. I had any. You know, th- yeah, they, the French are dippers, I believe. That's, yeah, and that's and where you get the they'll sandwich. do a soft cheese like the French, but you wouldn't dip it into the soft cheese. It would still be like more of a spreading cheese than All a right. dipping cheese. All right. Well, um, yeah. Hey, you're next. But I'm trip, certainly you're no have expert. To do a little more dip research out there. Yeah. <laughs> Just say, hey guys, I got these artichokes uh, and a bunch of spinach over here and a, and a big old empty bread bowl. You guys you got any ideas? Any? <laughs> I mean. They do they love artichokes. Now that you mention it, they they fucking love artichokes over there. They're crazy about yes. them. And so if if I could open their eyes to a new way to consume them, that might I might I might really become king. We might be honest. Quite honestly, I feel like they they think the spinach is getting in the way. It's like why <laughs> why make it spinach artichoke dip and why is spinach first in the name? Like it makes no sense. Yeah. I uh, they, they'd hit you on multiple fronts with an argument. <laughs> yeah, trip was a blast though. Uh, all all Americans aside, uh, ha- had a real hoot. I'd heard that uh, Milan was was like New York, but in Italy. And what I thought that meant was that it was going to be like New York. And what I forgot was the Italy part, because while people might walk around with more purpose and sort of speed than maybe Rome or, or other Italian cities, they're still Italian at the end of the day. So they just ah. meander everywhere, and they might yeah, be dressed and, a little better. One, one you know, Zoom times back from that, they're still European. Like Yeah, yeah. Like, like, it's still very, very European. 
Yeah. I know, like, I recently went to Toronto, and people compared that to New York, and it was like, um, hmm. no. It's Canada. <laughs> yeah. It's still Canada. It's it's full of Canadians. Yeah. I expected the hustle and bustle of New York City, and it was like, oh, yeah, this is still Italy. And, yeah, to a greater extent, it's still just Europe. And, yeah. Uh, which isn't a slight on either New York or Milan. It's just that I'd been told, and I was I was told incorrectly. I should have been told... It's the busiest Italy gets. That that's a fair there analysis. And I'm then sure, uh, I'm sure there you know there's you, you go in microscope you know zoom a couple of couple of levels in though I'm sure there's a couple of businesses in those towns where people just hustle. It's there's true. Be some hard hardworking Italians out there. It's making, true. Making that mortadella, maybe a little pancetta. I found out they work. Their average fucking workday there is nine a.m. to seven p.m. What, what what are you doing? They have a siesta in their language? That sounds they like just a siesta take culture. Lo- they just kind of take long coffee breaks throughout the day. No, they smoke a lot, yeah. <laughs> they smoke That's, a shitload. Yeah, and it, it's apparently, it's like, oh, if you just get all your work done for the day and try to leave at four, you will be fired. Like, they would rather you openly do nothing for several hours and leave at seven than leave early, which... That ain't me, man. That ain't me at all. That's like the opposite of how I work. <laughs> so every restaurant opens at like six o'clock and stays open till like one. Dude, we tried to get lunch at two p.m. one time because we've been kind of oh, jet lagged. <laughs> we're fucking eight hours nah, off. This so is food- Europe, like, yeah. bro. <laughs> it's like a train station. You know, it's like lunch happens between this and this, right? Well, not only that, but they were like, look. If you sit down to lunch at two, you're going to finish eating at at five because lunch takes three hours. And it's like, no, we're going to beat all these Italians to being done. I'm sure of it. Like, yeah, we don't have to have just, a conversation a, like an existential conversation about, I don't know, our love of this specific brand of cigarettes. But yeah, whatever. It's like but yeah. me, me and my babe need need food. We got a little little <laughs> bit of low blood sugar and uh, I, I Snickers bars not doing it right now. Yeah, and I think about maybe three days before we left, uh, we, we we booked through United, but it was all Lufthansa flights, and I uh, got an email from United, or a text message that was like, hey, so uh, Germany's going on strike, and so your flight's That's probably going to get, your, your flight's probably going to get, get, get bumped around, so you should go ahead and rebook that for free, uh, and any any flight going from... Yeah, that's nice your, of United. Your, ...your original location to your final destination... Any change fees are covered. Don't worry about it. And uh, we ended up getting a much better time slot flying Swiss Air than we Classic. had with Lufthansa. And uh, and then about a, a couple hours after that, Lufthansa sent me an email that was like, hey, your flight's canceled and we can't reschedule it at all. Like, I've never gotten an email from a company just throwing their hands up being like, look, I don't know what to tell you. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, that picket line is strong. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's apparently a double whammy between both the uh, the railway workers and the airline workers. So it's like there is just no way to that's, travel in Germany. That's more than collective bargaining. Like Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, we we went to Zurich, which I don't know if you guys have ever flown to Zurich before, but I I kind of forgot that Switzerland is not in the EU, and so what happens is you get off the plane. And you go through customs. And then you have to sprint through the airport because they have booked 
you, you have landed an hour late, despite the fact that the Swiss were like, no, we are not late. And your 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 connecting flights taken yeah, off on time. They invented time. They arguably invented time. Well, we get over there because they were like, your flight's leaving on time, so you got to hustle. We like literally sprinted. Like I got there, I was fucking exhausted, and the flight was an hour late, so we were fine. But we had to go through customs again to get on to the yeah. other flight. So then, when we landed in San Francisco, we went through customs again. So even though. We only went from Italy to the United States that day. We went through customs three times, which was very cool. And so, fuck the Swiss. Yeah, fuck off. Come, coming back from Kenya, I went through security four times in their airport, <laughs> and then our customs. Yeah, you did tell me about that. That sounds nuts. <laughs> and that was on the tail end of like a sixteen-hour flight. <laughs> Dude, I was so out of it after running. I'm through sure the airport. I complained about it. <laughs> a yeah. lot more than you did just now. <laughs> I mean, look, it's the Swiss. I expected them to be rude. And apparently my way of getting back at them, I was so out of it by the time we got to the to the gate and saw that we ha- had, in fact, made our flight that uh, I just went straight into the women's room and took a piss. Uh, did not mean to. Held the door open to the bathroom huh. for the woman coming in behind me. Still hadn't put it together. Until I walked in and saw that there were no urinals and only two other women washing their hands. And I was like, oh, no. But at that point, I was committed. And so I just pee. (laughs) Look, maybe I shouldn't have done that. But when I walked into the stall, the seat was up. What's that about? What's going on? That's insane. That's, you know, you know, when you uh, you ever drive like late at night on like a dark road. I know you live in a city, but like every now and then you guys take trips out into the country. Come around to bed, and there's just like a shitload of deer. Yeah, and they're just like, oh, hey, hey, well, we're just we're just hanging out. But uh. I don't know the the toilet seat up in the ladies' room feels like the, that that type of like. Whoa, what? I didn't realize you were gonna be here. <laughs> yeah, it's like, look, I mean, not nothing about this is wrong necessarily. The, the The seat is made to go up. That's why it's on a hinge. It's just that, yeah, like. Why? Why? Why are these deer here? Deer can certainly be in the road. We usually have signs that say deer might be ahead. So, but like, yeah, when there's just like ten of them standing there in in the, it's like there's woods right there with full of food, and they're like, nah, the road, <laughs> bro. Yeah, we, we the road. We, we love we love walking on your your tarmac. Uh but man, yeah. uh, well, you might have gotten back at those women, and that's. <laughs> If they were Swiss, like good job, like you affected three, you know, maybe maybe more Swiss people's lives. Yeah, and then uh, I waited till I heard no commotion going on outside of the the stalls and ran out. Classic. Yeah. Well, right. this is all I had. Look, you you made it back. Uh, you know, I I think if you're if you're wanted in Switzerland. Luckily, you know, if you're seeking that EU passport, Switzerland's not part of the EU. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And look, hey, hey, hey. In Switzerland, one of their languages is Italian. So, like, that if you get that Italian passport and you can speak Italian, I mean, you're like a quarter Swiss. That's how that works. I think, I think that's right. Yeah. I, th- I, think, I think that's right. <laughs> you're like half Romanche. <laughs> Hell, yeah. But, uh... 
Yeah, it was cool uh, not knowing what was going on in the United States for a while and just catching snippets from like seeing my friend's posts on Instagram where like I guess there were like funnel clouds. There were like funnel clouds over Oakland and then people were talking about like going on in the United States. I've been focusing on fantasy baseball most of these last three weeks. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Because every now and then I catch a glimpse on like a Italian TV and it was like, yeah, Trump's getting arrested. And I was just like, damn. Okay. And then it was like funnel yeah, cloud in then... Oakland. And it's like, damn. Okay. And I just kept eating <laughs> yep. pasta. It was great. <laughs> yeah. I, I got to say, uh, I I was as checked out as you on America. I mean, I, I guess, <laughs> I don't know. It, I, I picked up some stuff through osmosis, maybe through like a colleague. You know, I only have like the the one colleague that I work with. Jonah shows me Reddit stuff every now and then, but like other than that, man, whew, I couldn't tell you what's going on. Yeah, not in the least. I could tell you who I drafted in fantasy baseball, but whew, that's about it. No, that's exactly how it should be because uh, I had a great ten days, and I mean, sure, most of it was because Italy was fucking kick ass, but some of it was also because I uh, blissfully tuned out from anything that would be called quote important. Um, There's fuck all that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, great. Man. How how were the old buildings? You like those old buildings? You know. Some some of the aspects of the old buildings quite charming, quite nice. The elevators are are obviously nuts because they're super tiny. They're a billion years old, uh, and yep. they all smell yep. like Terrified. they all smell so strongly of colognes and perfumes. Because I think what happens is because uh-huh. you're European slash Italian, you, you 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 scent up, you know, you hose yourself down with with ode de whatever. And then you get in the elevator, right. and then you go out, and it it dissipates to a more acceptable level after a few minutes. But that initial hit ha- is now trapped in the elevator, and so the elevator. Yeah, I think just- I did this with really strong weed in a car once. <laughs> like yeah. I just you you if you knew what you were trying to smell for, like you could smell it forever in that car. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, it, it it seeps into the to the wood because all the elevators are wood, and so it's just like, damn, this elevator. Oh smells man, I thought insane. they were going to be that accordion shit. <laughs> no, <laughs> like that old. No, they weren't quite that old. And you know what I did appreciate is that they seem to have the same average weight of person as the U.S. does. Like you know, you get in and it's like maximum number of people and the maximum weight, and so you could just do the math. It's basically yeah. the same, which I appreciate. I think it's about 75 kilograms, and I think in the U.S. it's about 168 pounds, and those are yeah, effectively our, our, the same. Yeah, but ours are dangerously low. Yes, that is also yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> it's also true. It's also uh, true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So let's see. You may have been in Italy, but I, I was. No, I uh, was. I was in Italy. Yeah, you may have been. <laughs> uh, but I've been smoking and gambling a lot as well as fantasy Ooh. baseball. So I guess I've That's been keeping fun. up. A, it, I mean, look, it it didn't feel right that you got to engage in Italian activities, and I I had to sit here and be an American. So like, I figured I'd smoke a little bit. Figured I'd gamble a little bit. You know, maybe maybe see where it goes. 
And uh, it's yeah. pretty Italian, yeah. dude. It's pretty Italian. <laughs> well, I gotta say, like I, the hooks in me for gambling, but it's only because I'm up. Like mm. the second I have to spend a cent more is like the second I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Until well, that's next good. year when I when I bet <laughs> the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. Sure. Yeah. Uh, saw a but, guy. Saw a guy with a Philly beanie on on the uh, the flight back from Zurich to San Francisco. Do you assault him? <laughs> <laughs> I I considered doing the E A G L E S chant, Adam, but I uh, decided against it since we were like literally at the that weird. You you got to get your you got to wait for your bag. You're kind of halfway through customs. Like you've gone uh, through customs, yeah. but you have to grab customs your bag. Limbo. The, yeah. Yeah. You're, so I was like, you're, ah. you're, you're out out of Switzerland, out of <laughs> out of the plane, but not into America. Yeah. So I was like, maybe I won't do that yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good stuff. So let's see. Um, I did see. Uh, a, this was neither chief of the week nor dork of the week, nor. <laughs> Or a chump of the week. Eh, maybe a chump of the week. But you know in Boston where uh, Route 1, like you ever come down the Tobin Bridge? It's like a big bridge. Uh, but like Route 1 is a limited access highway. So it's like 50 miles an hour. Like only cars and trucks are supposed to be on this shit. Uh, sure. I saw a moped like on, it had clearly gone over the Tobin Bridge. Uh, and it was That's getting wild. on to it was yeah and, and I'm surprised like it, there's a toll booth there so like there's there's gonna be like a, a picture and a record and like <laughs> I don't know if they're gonna mail the the arrest warrant to them or if they're just gonna send the police but like it, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen cause like I've seen mopeds you know, on some limited access places, but like that's mostly like thirty-five mile an hour, like parkway type things. This is this is like highway, highway. Yeah, uh, that's a full highway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, imagine taking a a fucking moped up like a two hundred and sixty foot bridge. I mean, like, granted, the incline's not that steep, but still, it's steep enough. <laughs> you just feel like the. I feel like a. a a semi would go by and just blow you off the side of the bridge. <laughs> like just the, the tailwind the up thing. there. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. I saw a new type of European car while we were over there. Cause they, they got the, they got the tiny cars, you know? And, uh, well, what are they going to do? Like not got to ch- come up with new cars. It was what? called like a Microlono or something like this. Um, I'll try and find a picture of it and and, and post it on the Instagram. But please it, be me, Crab. Me, Crab. It was even is even tinier than like your standard um, European car, and I I think it was two seats with maybe one in front of the other, but the door is the front of the car. Is the door like you enter through the front? And so I I looked it up while we were there because I was just like, damn, that shit looked stupid as fuck and that's when i realized because the the car is so weirdly symmetrical across all axes that i i thought the door hinges were on the back and you got it from the back i didn't realize i was looking at the front because it was was parked 
And then I ended up on the company's website and they're proudly like, this thing can go up to 55 kilometers an hour. And it's just like, uh, dog, <laughs> that's like 30. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? This, this thing can run a 5K in 28 minutes. It's like, that's not good. That's what, that's what I can do. Jesus. Yeah, and it was like it has a ma- it's it's fully electric. It was like maximum range of a th- it was like 220 kilometers or something. It's like that's ass. <laughs> that's <laughs> That's ass. <laughs> I but hey, you're you're coming from your American perspective and you live in a big state now. I mean, you came from the East Coast where we would cross borders all the time. It's but, true. Man, I I just always think back to like that German electrician uh, that I was talking to on like a Friday afternoon. Like I was gonna get out of the Continental Warehouse where I was working and go up to Amsterdam. It was like three hour drive away. So yeah, it was June. Uh, it was gonna be light out when I got there, but he was like, "Oh, that's so far. Like not even <laughs> that's far." It was like that is so so far. That is incomprehensible. It's like shut up, <laughs> stay stay in your one horse town, you ass. Yeah. So I mean, that advertisement would appeal to that stupid electrician. Yeah. Hey, uh, we got a message so so long ago that, and it's it's so funny, and I feel like I never addressed it because. I don't, people may not know this, but basically you're the Instagram account now. And I, yeah. Well, you yeah. got your own. Yeah. Yeah. And that, well, no, I, I love that. I think I it's only great. post it's things good. that I think you would approve of. Yeah. But, uh, there's, there's a lot of shit that, that I would post, but it's like, uh, I don't Vermont know Matt, Vermont Matt, we, cause we have, we have the two Matt's who contribute in their own. Amazing ways. Uh, we got. We might have some more mats. Do we have extra mats that have like written in slash? Uh, no, I, maybe not. Ri- not written in mats, but then get on it, other mats, because yeah, the other on, two mats. are whipping your ass. So this is Vermont Matt. He wrote up what I can only describe as fan fiction about how the Macedonian, he, he, he told it the Macedonian salt incident. And uh, <laughs> I only read it, I, I just now saw when when he sent it. It looks, actually, I don't know. It was a while ago. And uh, I, I want to thank him for it. And I'm, not, I'm going to read it right now because it made me laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> so um, frequent listeners uh, pro- uh, do not need a recap um, anybody who doesn't know the original Macedonian salt incidents, I, I've talked about it, I think, at least twice on, on the podcast. Right. So you, you'll just right. have to go find it. But um, so this would be uh, sort of the the fan fiction part two of what would have happened. And um, it goes I, I like as follows. the salt talk that we got. Yeah, going. I, that's literally what reminded me of it. I was like, salt flying in Europe. Oh, shit. Here we go. I, I've got something for this. All right, here we go. As the plane lands in Greece, Ben waits calmly in his seat until the salty bastard moves forward to retrieve his bag. As the man reaches for the overhead, Ben's elbow flies out into the aisle, crushing the man's testicles and dropping him to the floor. Ben announces sarcastically to the onlookers, Oh no, I'm so sorry, I'm just so huge. Then he leans down to the crumpled heap on the floor of the plane and whispers, Don't worry, 
It's just assault. As the man slowly <laughs> recovers, Ben stands and pulls his own bag from the overhead compartment, making sure that the bag of salt falls onto the floor, where it bursts open, spills into the where it bursts open, it spills into the aisle. Ben looks around and shrugs. You gotta be huge though, am I right? The entire plane erupts with laughter. <laughs> Classic. So I think I was kind of high when I read that, but uh, I laughed a lot and then read it to my wife, who also laughed a lot. So thank you very much, Matt. Um, that that made uh, my day like two or three weeks ago. Wow. Uh, and she was there, man. She was there. She was there. That's why I was like, hey, do you remember when this part happened? And she, yeah, she was cracking up. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Good. I got to get back up there. You gotta go, <laughs> go see that guy. Get some buddies burgers. Maybe clog my Dude, arteries a little bit. Uh, I don't even know if this is the medium to talk about this, but uh, Reagan got a fucking sort of targeted ad. I don't even know if it was an ad. It was just like a video of some people hanging out in this tent. You seen these inflatable tents they got that are like a fucking house? You seen this shit? No. Dude, they're like they're not the cheapest, but they're not insane. And uh, instead, of, instead of instead of like tent stakes, it's like a frame that inflates, and then it's it's like very robust and uh, robust to what degree? Like, because there's a lot of pointy shit. Yeah. So I'm not entirely sure, but uh, just like, saying they they, they, they <laughs> come with a stove inside them, like, and there's like a chimney in wow. the thing. Huh. Yeah. Some of them are rated down to negative 20, and now I think that's Celsius, so it's a little less impressive, but still pretty cold. Not bad. Yeah. And, uh, and that, yeah. that, that'll that just keep you alive. Like, that's that's not thriving. Yeah. <laughs> rated. Ra- rated yeah. just means you won't die. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. All right. Yeah, but, I, just uh, wanted, I just wanted to make sure the listeners knew that, yeah, if we talk about temperature rating systems, it's... It, definitely gonna be a lot like all right do you have any that are rated to like a hundred c they only work when it's above boiling yes all right so but uh all the negative reviews of them are like they're too heavy to carry around on a hike and it's like yeah it it, it says it fits eight to ten people in it like it has a and living it has room. a stove it has a stove a why would you even think this is for hiking it's clearly not so uh, well, yeah, I don't know. Uh, all right. So if we have like a team, like I, I don't know, like let's say let's say six oxen, could we get this into the woods? <laughs> but yeah, I uh, it, it it comes in a bunch of colors, including different types of camo. So I don't know. I'm gonna send you the link. I thought they looked pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I you'd... could see you. I could see you fucking setting up an inflatable fucking house while you build. The rest of your shit up there. I don't know. No, I mean, no. I I, your... I've already, I've already assembled one structure, and I, and I, I got know. a tent, and I got a backup tent, and a backup backup tent. Okay, so I didn't like, know about the backup tents. I, I knew you had the man trap, and I knew you had the main tent. <laughs> yeah, I just wasn't sure what condition that tent was still in. It's uh, been a well, hell of a winter the, over here. The backup tent is now, like that was last summer's tent. There, there's been a new okay. tent. I like See, this. Like after the summer camping season ends, that's when the the cheap stuff goes on. They start selling the jackets at the premium. Now is the time to buy the winter jackets. Yes, and, and the gloves and the hats yes. and the scarves. And the, you know it's tough. It's tough to gauge. 
You know, you're starting sneezing from the pollen. It's getting warmer. You're all sweaty. You don't want to put on a fucking scarf, but you got to know. You got to know because it's cheap. That's true. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, I I wish, uh, yeah, all, all the free advertising we could take back and just say, save money. Just, you know, save, save, save your money and spend it on something that you will actually like. Like salt. Yeah. Or mortadella. Lots of salt. And gabagool. <laughs> Get some nice this saloon. like gabagool. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now. But yeah, you got to. Oh, I loved that. Uh, I loved your, I loved your intro, by the way, for last week. That was fun. Oh, thank that you. Was, that was a nice time. Yeah, they did win. They beat the uh, Mountaineers. Yeah, and I won some money great. on that. That's Those great. Hey, betting. yeah, that's great. <laughs> They're one of the reasons that I, I'm in the black. I'm in the red. <laughs> we love that. But uh, yeah, I am still quite jet lagged because when I left, it was an eight hour time difference, and then it became a nine hour time difference, and you know. It was a. I've been home for less than two days. Hey, can so. I bring you back with a uh, a milk joke at least, buddy? Yes. All right. Uh, I keep trying to think of a colloid joke, but it always goes off in different directions every time. <laughs> <laughs> that that was the best colloid joke I found. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, the other ones were were about suspension, like being suspended, okay, in, in some type of way, pants oh. illusions and whatnot. Uh, yeah, we got We got to think of some good college jokes. Wow, yeah, I know. All right, well, hey, you got any advice for our listeners that um, want to hear other jokes? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> you won't find them here. And as we say every week, go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone.